0: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod50 for 50% off.
1: Hi again, and welcome back to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and as usual, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Is sex addiction a real thing or just an excuse for beer goggles and lack of self-control? And why is demand for help with sex addiction on the rise? No pun intended. This week, we'll talk about six signs of sex addiction and how to know if you have merely a supercharged libido or a problem. Okay, although sex addiction is the name, researchers and clinicians still debate about what exactly constitutes the game. A few years ago, there was an effort to add a brand new diagnosis of hypersexual disorder to the list of official psychiatric diagnoses, but ultimately, the attempt was rejected. So left without a legitimate diagnosis, those suffering do their best to get help for a problem without a name or consistent description. But whatever you call it, it's a real thing. And sex addiction is more than just spending too much time at the mall and calling yourself a shopaholic, or eating too much Godiva and calling yourself a chocoholic. Indeed, there is research to suggest that sex addiction is not unlike drug addiction. A study out of none other than the University of Cambridge found the same engagement of several brain areas, all involved in reward and motivation, in people with compulsive sexual behavior, as was previously found in people struggling with drug addiction. But sex addiction is particularly hard to talk about, Ah, double entendre alert, because it quickly slides into the realm of moralizing. Is the behavior really a problem or just a problem to judgmental prudes? Well, here are six ways to tell if your sex life is ruining your actual life. Feature number one is it gets in the way. A high number of sexual partners isn't inherently pathological. Instead, The problem lies in something called congruence. If having many partners adds to your life or spending a lot of time or money on sex is in line with who you are, there is no issue. Life and sex are congruent. But if sex and the pursuit thereof takes away from your life, like taking up lots of time or causing a preoccupation with sex that leads you to neglect relationships, friends, family, work, or school, then we have incongruence, which equals. A problem. Feature number two, it feels out of your control. You have unrelenting urges that require immediate gratification. But what's more, you act upon the urges without thinking about consequences. In early interview studies, many sexually compulsive individuals described a numb, detached, or trance like state where an overpowering drive seems to take over. One interviewee simply said, I click out. But sadly, there are consequences. Despite trying to stop, your sexual behavior gets you into trouble again and again, risking your health, your long term partnerships, your job, and your self respect. Feature number three it's compulsive. Okay, so in addition to having sex to feel good, you have to have sex to feel less bad. Sex becomes necessary to reduce an anxious craving or to cope with other problems. You feel like you can't not have sex or masturbate, and if you're prevented or delayed, you feel irritable, anxious, restless, or even angry. Most of all, you feel powerless and out of control. And it goes without saying that you break your promises to stop, which breaks the hearts of people who care about you. Feature number four is dependence. Just like in drug or alcohol use problems, there may be tolerance and withdrawal. Over time, increasingly frequent or more extreme sex might be needed to achieve the same emotional comfort as before, just as an individual struggling with drug addiction needs increased doses to achieve the same high. Feature number five is conflation. So sex gets mixed up with things that should probably stay separate. For instance, happiness and self-worth become tied to sex, or negative feelings like loneliness, fear, sadness, or guilt become sexualized. Indeed, an early study of self-described sex addicts found a tendency to experience increased sexual interest when depressed or anxious, leading the researchers to theorize that those with out-of-control sex lives might turn to others for sex when they actually
0: need connection or validation. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. And finally, feature number six is
1: empty or dysfunctional relationships. So sex addiction is unique from other addictions in that it requires another person. Well, unless you're going solo, but taken to an extreme, that's not the greatest setup either. Regardless. Using a person to satisfy an addiction doesn't typically set one up for a healthy relationship. For instance, individuals with sex addiction might make obtaining sex the main goal in interacting with others. And relationships that do last might be dysfunctional and empty, only valued for the sexual aspects. And those that are supposed to last, like a marriage or a life partnership, will inevitably be tested if your partner is left feeling alienated, angry, and alone when empty sex or porn wins out over them again. Of course, all six of these features leave us wondering if sex addiction is the chicken or the egg. Is sex addiction a sign of more complex underlying issues? Or does the sex addiction itself cause the problems? It's unclear. Some studies have found a link to underlying depression or anxiety, but others find no overlap at all. What is clear is that, like other addictive behaviors from drug and alcohol use to gambling, sexual addiction can make a life spin out of control. Thankfully, there are many options to help. David Duchovny and Russell Brand both made headlines with their admission to treatment facilities, but 12-step programs and traditional therapies are more popular and accessible choices. Regardless, with treatment, you'll learn that you're not defective or broken, and it's not just beer goggles and lack of self-control. But most of all, you'll learn that hope and change is possible. For even more savvy, get every Savvy Psychologist episode delivered straight to your inbox by signing up for the newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com slash newsletters. Or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, listen on Spotify, or like on Facebook, where you'll find links to lots of archived episodes no longer available on iTunes. As always, thank you so much for listening, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and of course, the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. So take care of yourself, and I will see you back next week after Turkey Day for a happier, healthier mind.
2: Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their Summer Splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan-favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches Podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches Podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. TheAnxietyCoachesPodcast.com Because healing begins the first time you listen.